0: The following is a presentation of KSL Sports. First and 12. A total roundup of this weekend's BYU football and the New Look Big 12 conference. First and 12 is sponsored by Macy's Grocery Store. Your hosts are Mitch Harper and Alex Keary on KSL News Radio and the KSL Sports Zone. Welcome on in to First and Twelve. You're having a fantastic Sunday morning. Mitch Harper, Alex Carey. You can listen to Alex every single weekday on JJ and Alex on the KSL Sports Zone, 97.5 FM. You can listen to me on Cougar Sports Saturday here on KSL News Radio and, and also Cougar Nation Mondays uh, tomorrow, 6 to 7. We'll be taking your phone calls, Cougar Nation. Sound off. It's, it's a therapy session. This is a little bit of a therapy session oh, yeah, Probably today. And then tomorrow. Let the phone calls roll in and uh, sound off on that BYU football loss.
1: I keep I keep threatening it, Mitch, but I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to troll you tomorrow and Matt on Cougar Nation. I'm going to call in. <laughs> I'm going to be Craig from West Valley, and I'm going to call for everybody to be fired, including you and Matt. I'm going to go full scorched earth. Everything is just going to be like – I just am going to try to, to – to uh, reflect what the feeling of BYU fans are after a loss like that. I mean, the things that people say after a loss, like, not I mean, you save, like, you know, save it with the inappropriate stuff, right? But the things that people do, I I can't tell you how many. I just did it for fun last night. I went on, this is a weird practice, but I was like, I want to see what the mentions are like for Tom Holmo right now on X. (laughs) And I go through, and the amount of people asking legitimately for refunds from the game last night were hilarious. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Give me my money back. And then some guy actually called our post game even too. He goes, "Uh, and I do. I do think that they actually should give everyone their money back in the stadium last night. I was like, what is this, Costco? You can't return a football game that you just went to, all right? You can't. I know you try, BYU Nation. I know you try to return everything to Costco if it's not working out. I watched a guy return uh, a a Jelly Belly jelly beans jar that was two-thirds gone, and he goes, yeah, these didn't work out. That's not this, man. That's not this. All right, let's kick things off and see how the rest of the uh, conference, or who aren't in the conference yet, but how the Four Corners folks did yesterday and uh, how they're faring here. It's our Four Corners Whip Around. Let's do it. The
0: Four Corners Whip Around. Whip Around. We check on future Big 12 opponents and rivals from the Four Corners. Montlake had quite the game. Utah Mm. and Washington. Nationally ranked game in – Utah, they gave Washington everything they could handle, but the offense just went completely sideways for Utah in the second half. Utah falls to undefeated Washington 35-28, to 28, but I think everyone comes away from that game thinking that Utah showed pretty well despite oh, yeah. their limited personnel against the Huskies.
1: Well, I mean, I, I tweeted it out in the first half. I X'd it out in the first half, which was uh, Bryson Barnes Penixed Michael Penix in the first half. It was crazy to see the pig yeah. farmer doing that. And what was wild, Mitch, is that Washington did not make s- some crazy defensive adjustments in the second half. Utah, Andy Ludwig, just inexplicably went away from what was working. It seemed like, and so, uh, and then Washington just owned the time of possession, which is something that usually Utah was, uh, you know, c- could kind of ground and pound and, and sort of hold that ball. But man, I'm telling you, it was a, it was a weird second half. And yeah, Roma Dunze is just. I mean, that guy is so much fun. I know Michael Penix is is slinging it and everything, but Roma Dunze is just a, a man out there. 6'4", 220, catching balls like crazy. You cannot defend that dude. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Washington, they got to get through close games like that. And, and, and Utah, you felt like, man, they showed up ready to play, and then I think their coaching let them down a little bit in the second half.
0: It did. And, you know, I thought Utah – You thought that they were going to get this win because Washington had the Kalen Clay play. They dropped the ball before they crossed the goal line. They had, (laughs) they totally flipped the field. They get a a defensive takeaway and the big man's running for Washington. And then he lets it it. go before he crosses (laughs) the goal line. And it wasn't even close. It was like at the two yard line. He drops the ball He
1: starts dropping it. I watched it so many dang times. He starts dropping it at like the four. And then the ball—I <laughs> mean, honestly—they actually did get a fortuitous bounce for Washington because if it rolls into the end zone and gets recovered in there by uh, by Mokofisi who recovered it, it's a touchback and they go to the 25. Yeah. Then that safety doesn't happen. And, and because it was the weirdest sequence, then on the very next play, they blow him up in the backfield and they get a, and they get a safety. It's the weirdest sequence I've seen in football all all season long. It was just insane. And so, but the youths come up short, and it's a bummer because. Uh, uh, you know, they, they showed up ready to play that game, and Washington seems gettable. I think the consensus is, yeah, Oregon and Washington in that Pac-12 championship game, it's going to be a rematch, and Oregon's going to blast those dudes because Washington seems to just kind of sputter a little bit against teams that are that are pretty that are pretty good. And, uh, man, that, that, that'll be a fun Pac-12 championship game. How about Arizona State? Mitch, I am absolutely clueless on what's going on with Kenny Dillingham and his team. Because uh, a game like that against a UCLA Bruins team, who is the best defense in the entire Pac-12 on paper uh, in terms of total defense, they lay an absolute egg on offense. And Arizona State gets their biggest win of the season. Throw out that Washington State win that they had. Uh, it's this win against UCLA. Congrats to uh, to Candy Dillingham. I think that's a signature win for them this year.
0: It definitely is. And for the first time, Alex, Arizona State truly feels like a Big 12 team because I don't understand what they're doing <laughs> week after week now. It's a total crapshoot as to what's going to happen with, oh, the, yeah. with the Sun Devils. They could be good, Arizona State. They could be bad, Arizona State. They fit so perfectly suddenly in the Big 12. But, yeah, that's a great win because oh, and, yeah. and to get 17 points against UCLA, that, that's even impressive too because you, you win a knockout rock fight with UCLA who's been – great defensively this year Uh, that showed a little bit of competence at the Arizona state offense, which has been lacking in so many stretches this season, Arizona state's rival, Arizona has been one of the great stories in college football this year. They're nationally ranked in the college football playoff rankings and they edged out Colorado with a late second field goal to get the 24 to 21 win a future big 12 matchup. Arizona is rolling and, That game next week, Utah and Arizona, that's going to be a good one down in
1: Tucson. So Utah, we kind of put as the team who were going to be the ones who would come into the Big 12 next year as that top of the top of the conference. And I think we had Arizona pretty close in that three or four. Right now, Arizona ahead of Utah in the conference standings. They're both seven and three, but Arizona's five and two in conference. Utah's four and three. And, uh, man, just wild. Speaking of wild, wild ride for Coach Prime. They started out the season 3-0. and They're now 1-6 over their past seven games, kind of exactly what we thought Colorado was going to end up being, and that's where they are. They might not even uh, get to bowl eligibility at this rate, especially they're facing Utah. they got to figure this thing – they're facing Utah the last week of the year. I don't know if Coach Prime has a total handle on going into the – because if you had an exodus last year, you're probably going to see another one a little bit this year because that culture is already established. But, yeah, they got to take on Washington State up on the Palouse – Uh, next week, and then they have Utah at home, uh, Utah, at Utah, their final game of the year, so your your four teams coming in from the Pac-12, probably the most interesting week in terms of being able to look like some parity that's coming in, and some teams that are actually going to be really good, I mean, you can't help but put Arizona in that top three or four in the new Big 12 for next season, Uh, all right, we'll take another break here. Is that everybody in the in the whip around there, Mitch? Do we include everyone? I don't want to exclude anyone. Okay, we'll take that break here. We'll come back. Uh, we'll wrap things up for you next segment by rolling out what the uh, schedule is. Boy, if you did if you like that night game for BYU, then you're gonna love the whiplash of a uh, of a time frame for this game against Oklahoma next week. Mitch Harper, Alex Keery. It is first and twelve. Stay with us.